Hello and welcome to the Manifesting Makeup Artist podcast. I'm your host, Amber Tallarico, founder and creator of the What It Takes documentary and now online platform. I'm so excited to bring this podcast to our community that offers education, motivation, and inspiration. It's my mission to connect education with mindset techniques so that you can manifest the career of your dreams. If you love this episode, make sure to give us a five-star review and feel free to take a screenshot on your phone to share with your social media and tag us on Instagram. I want to take a moment to thank our awesome sponsors, EI School of Makeup, where artistry meets industry. Thank you guys so much for being a part of this podcast. All right, are you ready to manifest the shit out of your career? I sure hope so, because I know I am. Let's get on with the show. Hello, hello. Oh my gosh, you guys. The 2021 year is officially over. (laughs) Which, I mean, I don't know about you, but this has been like the toughest year for me in a very, 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 very long time. (laughs) Like for me anyways, it was like one thing after another with this year. Um, So I'm like totally ready to say so long to 2021. (laughs) Um, A lot of learning lessons though, to say the least. Um, But yeah, like just like a year in review for me, there was like the first six months of 2021 was really great. You know, there was a lot of growth that I was having. Uh, I was my the busiest I'd ever been in my entire my entire career, my 13 year career, and just nonstop. It was really great. However, that first six months of the year, I was and I was essentially what is it? 12, 1800 or something like that miles away from my boyfriend. <laughs> so we were for the the first 6 months of 2021 we were he was in Denver and I was in Los Angeles and so that was tough. It was definitely tough. However, the cool thing about that that 6 month period was I was living alone for the first time. I had never truly lived alone. There's been certain times where I've lived with like a roommate or something like that and they are like never home but it's not the same as living by yourself where like the entire space is yours you know you're you're alone pretty much all the time and everything is yours uh nobody is there to like judge how like what you're living what your living tendencies are I'll put it that way (laughs) like you know not picking up your clothes or leaving the dishes for you know a couple days there's not somebody that is you know that you have to be mindful of other than yourself so that was really cool and it was a really cool learning experience I did so much inner work during those six months even though I was like so crazy busy but On my off days, I did a lot of just personal development. I discovered, or not discovered, but I attended my first Tony Robbins virtual event and uh, Dean Graziosi had another one. So there's actually two Tony Robbins events that I attended and they were truly life-changing. I highly suggest if anybody is interested in self-development and maybe taking like, you know, a, a class or 
you know, an event with Tony Robbins, it's 100% worth it. It's amazing. But after June, so to be honest, those first six months, it was almost like I was preparing. I knew I was getting ready to move for Colorado. A lot of you guys already know I moved from Los Angeles to Colorado and no, it wasn't for the guy. Everybody's always like, Oh my God, did you move for your significant other? Did you move for your boyfriend? And you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but I'm just not the type of person to do that for people. I've done it for there was one person in particular I did that for and I will never ever again. So, uh, in all my relationships, I always kind of like, that's one of the first things I talk about is, you know, I'm, I'm just not the type of person to like drop everything and, you know, leave and move to a state unless it was like dire circumstances. Um, but anyway, it was not for the guy. <laughs> there were a lot of other elements of why we chose Denver so it was a mutual decision that he and I chose Denver because we both felt that Denver would be a really great, you know, city for the both of us. It was really nice because I had, you know, a significant other that made the decision with me and not for me, if that makes sense. So not to get like, you know, talking about that in depth. I just want to put that out there. There was a lot of reasons why I chose Denver and that even though I actively chose Denver and I actively chose to leave, one of the main things was I was working so incredibly hard and just the amount of hours that I was putting into working in production, it was just dwindling away. Like my body was dwindling away. My my energy was dwindling away. And I knew the only way for me to truly get out of that that habit, that pattern because I'm such a workaholic, was to move out of the city. And I knew moving to somewhere like San Diego or maybe, you know, in the northern part of California or even to Las Vegas, it was going to be way too close. It'd be way too easy for me to always say yes to the jobs that were coming my way because I was just buried in work. And I wanted to be able to say that I could make family events, you know, like weddings or funerals or things like that. And I was, I was really missing out on life. And I knew that the only way for me to be able to do that and truly say no to the jobs was to move as far away, you know, as I could. That's, you know, and it's in a city that I truly wanted to be in. And it was a decision between Denver and Austin. And yeah, and we chose, we chose Denver. Tony actually did end up getting a job offer in Denver. And so it was completely synchronistic and very much aligned for both of us. So anyway, he was in Denver for the first six months of the year, kind of getting his feet wet. He started his job out here and uh, I would visit probably like every two months, maybe every three months, like every, pretty much every other month, essentially. And I would kind of, you know, obviously spend time with him but also experience the city and meet people and everything like that so anyway during that six month six months that I was alone I had a lot of inner work and self-development that I was doing completely by myself and it was such a beautiful period of my life and you know being alone and living alone having that distant relationship it really as hard as it was, was incredibly healing for me. Now, <laughs> that's like the best part of the year so far. Uh, it was like the first six months, even though it was like, it had its, you know, 
situations or it had its times of hardship, if you will, but very mildly. I'll just put it that way. It's very mild hardships. You know, just the, the, the thing, you know, of being away from your significant other, you know, and um, not being able to see them for a couple months at a time. And you do it just distance, distant relationships are always very tough, but we made it work. And actually it was, it was, you know, I think really good for our relationship. And yeah, so the first six months, that's kind of the overall happenings of what happened in, in 2021. Then comes June and June is when we, when I actually moved and to say that was hard is the is the the biggest understatement ever that was single-handedly the hardest thing that I've ever gone through because there was just one thing after another and I have a whole entire podcast about exactly what happened in detail so I don't want to go into detail I don't want to waste anybody's time that have already heard that podcast so if you want to hear like the details of all of that by all means there's actually two episodes that I kind of went into detail about the situation that I'm referring to the episode number 16, the truth about leveling up. And to be honest, it might be episode number 15 because Apple did something weird with the numbering. Uh, There's the truth about leveling up episode and also the episode called burnouts and strikes, what's killing the film industry. So basically, sorry, I just hit my mic. (laughs) Basically what happened during that period was I was so, it was like all the burnout and just that hustle energy that I had just like I don't know, it was just like bottled up or something and it just exploded. So there was just so many things that went wrong with, with the actual physical move, like the driving. Um, and then it got to the point where fast forward from June to September, I actually, my body gave out completely and I had to go to the ER and I was bedridden for like five or six days. So that was, you know, I hadn't gone to the ER for since I was four years old, you know, I've, that was the first time since the age of four that I had to go to the emergency room. And it was really terrifying. I didn't know what was going on. I thought my appendix exploded or something. It was really, really scary. But like I said, the details of that particular instance is in one of the one or two one or both of those episodes. So check them out if you want to hear about it. Either way, during the five or six days that I was bedridden, I I did a lot of sleeping (laughs) and a lot of almost like reflecting. And it just kind of, I meditate a lot and I was meditating on like, what is happening? Why is my body giving out this way? And what showed up was you have overworked yourself for the last 13 years. You need to stop. And I made that decision in September of this year of 2021 to be more intentional with the work that I say yes to be more intentional with what my rates are and what I am, you know, exactly saying yes to as far as what the rates are. And also just where I'm at in my life, reflecting on that, what I like being more intentional with, okay, this is what I want out of my career. This is what I want out of my life. What do I need to, what do I need to do to pursue that? and to accomplish that and manifest that. So even though that sounds really beautiful, like, oh, wow, like how intentional and how beautiful of a, you know, experience is that to like have those moments and come to the realization of like setting those intention and getting crystal clear on that. It's like, yeah, that sounds great and everything. However, it's like I was still going through the process of that 
the growth that you know the growing pains i stepped into a completely different a different path of my life i literally i never ever ever thought that i would leave california i never thought that i would and the my my what do i want to call it my spirit guides and just the universe was really pushing me in a completely different direction that i never thought i would have to go in and it was the, the growing pains of that have been very, very hard. It's literally like the best way I can describe it is I left a job. I left a, a career where I finally was freelancing full time and making a lot of money, anywhere between $6,000 to $10,000 months. And like people, m- most people would be like, wow, Amber, what the fuck? That's just, <laughs> that's not a smart move. Why would you do that? You're doing what you love. You're finally, you've got to the point that you've always wanted to get to. And now you're just up and leaving. Like what is going on? You're going to start from zero. So it's like moving from that, making, you know, leaving all the established clients, the established networks, the established relationships and, and fulfilling those dreams that I've always had for myself. And I'm like, all right, bye (laughs) to a completely new city where I don't know anybody besides, you know, at the time when I moved, I didn't know anybody but my boyfriend. And, you know, with like the exception of like one or two people that were more acquaintances than like friends. And like when I say friends, hear me out when I say this, because I don't want to offend anybody. If like anybody from Colorado or Denver is like, but Amber, I'm your friend. What I mean by friend and like, and what I'm saying in this particular instance is people that are like, that I talk with either on the daily or several times a week and we meet up all the time. Like that's a friend to me. Everybody else is like, yeah, we're cool. We're uh, friends from afar. We're acquaintances. You know, you got my back. I got your back. I support you. You support me. But I'm saying like a true friendship where you, you have like wine nights every Friday or you go to yoga class once or twice a week together. And like, and that, and I, I, I yearn for that, you know? And, um, anyway, so I had no friends here is really what my point is. And, um, so that happened. Another thing that happened in this year, in the last three months, so that happened in September. So, you know, we have the move in June, which was a shit show to say the least. Then September shit show to say the least. And then we get into October. October was fine. Nothing crazy happened in October, but then in November, uh, so, let me retract here in September because of what happened with my ER, my emergency room experience. I took the entire month of September off. I was like, I didn't want anything to do with work. That's what that had like the experience of the two shows that I was on in July and August really fucked everything up for me emotionally and energetically to the point where I became very resentful of the film and television industry like I wanted nothing to do with it and amongst all of that like during that time you know in August like mid-August all the way through pretty much early November and it's still kind of going on right now but not as much as the strikes that were happening everybody was bringing this sense of being overworked and overwhelmed and stressed and mistreated and manipulated in the film industry as crew members so that all was happening amongst everything so you know with all that said in september i was like fuck this i don't if i if i don't take this month off 
I'm going to just like be miserable and I'm going to be on sets and be resentful and not do the work that I usually do. I might be more lazy than usual because I'm just in this, this emotional, this emotional space of, I'm not going to do that because I don't have to, you know what I mean? I became very resentful. And like I said, all the IATSE strikes and everything was coming up at the surface. So that was even triggering it more. So I decided health-wise, emotionally-wise, energetic-wise, I'm just going to take the month of September off. So I did. And then October, it was good. I'm so glad that I did that because I was refreshed. I was rejuvenated. I was ready to go back to work. I still love working on sets. And I... Every time I step on a set, I'm like, yes, this is magical. Like, there's just something magical about working in a production, working on a commercial or a print shoot or whatever, an ad campaign. Um, it's just beautiful. It's really cool what, what the experience that comes behind all of that. So October was okay. It was good. But November was the month that September, like the whole month of September caught up with me because I took that entire month off. So financially... I was able to make, you know, all of my bills and everything for both September and October because I had made so much money in August that it carried over into those months. But November was like, oh, okay, this is where that little, the pocket is showing up of when I took that month off. So November, to say the least, was really tough for me financially. And not only financially was there all their struggle, but I lost two family members. I lost a friend to COVID. My sister's dog passed. There was a lot, just a lot of people passing, just, you know, people or, you know, pets passing. So it was really rough to say the least. You know, I did go back to Fort Wayne to visit my family for Thanksgiving. And that was really, really nice. But even then, there was, um, you know, I don't want to get into details because I don't want to share anybody's personal stuff, but there were essentially, let's say, six people that were, you know, in my very close circle. I didn't see them or anything, but six people within my close circle of family and friends that got COVID. So I didn't even get to see half the people that I wanted to see when I went back for Thanksgiving. So that was kind of like a bummer. Um, so th- November was like just not as cheery as I would have liked it to be. And then December happened and it felt like December was kind of everything. Like I've been, I had been doing a lot of inner healing and everything like that. So December I did, you know, um, some, some inner work. And finally I feel like I was re-energized and work got back to being busy again. And financially I got back up on my feet. So all of that to explain, I'm sorry to bore you with all of the down. I don't mean to be negative Nancy here. What I'm saying is I want to express what caused me to have this kind of like I don't know, just not the best year at all. And, but also to say that this year was about major change and major healing. And so for any of you guys that are experienced that, you know, this year is particular or just in the last two years, if you've experienced similar situations, I want to just let you know that if you can come back to yourself and do meditation, do some energy healing of your own whatever that looks like to you you know self-care is really what I'm 
kind of picking up here is just doing that self-care, paying attention to yourself and your emotions and taking time for yourself to heal is very, very important. If I hadn't done the healing practices that I was doing towards the end of November and early December, I don't think that I would have emotionally been that stable to like carry out the rest of the year on a good note, you know, because there was just so much that happened. And, you know, with the law of attraction, how it works, we attract what we focus on. And I'm sure you guys with, you know, from for the last half of the year, it was literally one thing after another. Like I, I'm like I said, go listen to those two episodes and you'll see exactly what I was going through in June and into July. It was well actually in June and then in September. Both of I expressed both of those in detail. And it is rough. <laughs> rough to say the least. Like this year was just one thing after another. But I do think that, you know, the first six months of this year were really to prepare me for kind of the turmoil that was to happen in the last six months. But I don't want to like focus on the negative. So what I was just saying about the law of attraction, when we focus on the negative, then it's hard to get out of the rut that negativity brings us. You know, the law of attraction essentially says positive attracts positive, negative attracts negative. What you put out in the world will come back to you in an energetic realm, right? So if you're focusing on negative, 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 then you can't, your body, your energetic body cannot help but feel negativity and therefore attract negativity. You can't see things, you know, for, you know, the glass half full. It's you see things, the glass half empty. And it's just a matter of perspective, really. So what I did, I'm very, very in tune. Like I'm huge in the metaphysical spirituality world. All of you guys know that. I'm very woo-woo. I literally do all of the things. So when all of that was happening, you know, in June, June was pretty rough, It took a little while for me to get back on track, but I did start doing practices that I know would help raise my awareness and raise my my vibration. And so it did. It helped. I ended up getting those two jobs. But come, you know, during September and in October, there were just those things that were happening. And, you know, September was all about listening to my, my intuition, which was take a month off, Amber you need this. So I did. And I did a lot of inner work and I fed my soul. That's the other thing too. I fed my soul during September. I went on walks outside. I watched, you know, binge watched so many shows and something, something that a lot of people I think poo poo on is like, you know, there, there's a particular program that I'm a part of and they're like, don't give in to Netflix, you know, all of you got, you know, a lot of people use the excuse of I'm not where I want to be, but they're the first ones to like close the laptop and go to Netflix. And it's like, yeah, I understand their point. But at the same time, like I have deprived myself for so long on things like that, the just enjoying life that it fucked me up in September. Like I literally, my body gave up, gave out. I mean, so, you know, I don't want to say, sit here and be like, yes, 
become a couch potato for like the until the end of time because obviously that does nothing uh for you as far as like you being productive or you know getting to your manifesting your your goals and your dreams and everything however during that month of September when I was like just binge watching all of these shows I was like yes this is the most amazing thing because I deprived myself for it for it for so long so anyways um going back to the concept of law of attraction you know feeding your soul really it's a positive thing as long as you see it as a positive perspective so you know I was feeding my soul in this very positive way because I was loving what I was watching I was giving myself that time off and by the way I also took my first vacation ever in my 13 years of being a makeup artist 13 years I'd never taken an actual vacation and now when I say vacation I'm saying like because I travel a lot so some of you that maybe follow me closely you might be like well Amber I see you traveling a lot I see you, you know, going on adventures a lot. I do go on a lot of adventures. However, usually when I travel, it's because I'm traveling to go see family. And you guys, I love my family to death. Like I'm obsessed with my family. However, that's not a that's not a vacation. <laughs> that is not a vacation. Um so what I mean by vacation is going somewhere with a group of people that is I would like to say not your family where there's no agenda it's about relaxing. It's about being in good company, experiencing things that you love. And so in September, I actually went to a music festival and it was in Minnesota and it was with a group of friends of ours and it w- we camped for like five days and it was the best ever. Like, I don't think I've ever been that happy. It was the first time that I ever finally gave myself a fucking break. I didn't I didn't text anybody. I texted my sister. She's the only person that I texted during that time because she's the exception to everything. Like, just so you guys know, like, I, I highly doubt Allie is listening to this. However, I actually had this mode on my phone. The iPhone, uh, the newest update, allows you to, like, do these, um, the, they're, like, you put on, what are they called? They're, like, modes is what, the only way I can describe it. They're, like, modes. So there's, like, work mode, sleep mode, and like non-disturb mode or something like that so I put my work mode on whenever I'm doing something where I don't want any distractions whatsoever like I don't want notifications I don't want people to call or text me so on and so forth but I I keep hers on (laughs) even though she texts me like several times throughout the day for about the most random things like she just asked me like I just got a text (laughs) during this podcast she asked me was Michael Jackson anorexic? So it's like, while I'm doing work, like I'm, you know, working right now, recording a podcast, she's the only person that I allow text to come through while I'm working. <laughs> she asked me about Michael Jackson being anorexic. So it's like that, that's a distraction. Um, but anyways, I, she's the exception to everything. She's literally my best friend and I love her with all of my soul. So anyway, um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So I, when I was, you know, out in Minnesota, I did nothing. Like all I did was enjoy my time and like be present with the experience. Like I wasn't on social media. I wasn't checking my phone. I wasn't doing any calls. I didn't bring anything related to work. And it was the most incredible experience. So anyway, that was, that was amazing. And I think that to be honest, was probably the most healing experience that I had right after what happened with going to the ER in September. It was like the best timing for me to experience that. So anyway, 
Um, moving on to, uh, you know, just, just listening to what it is that you need for your self-care. If you have been depriving yourself from things that re- you really do enjoy, give yourself that, that permission to just do it. Especially right now. It's the end of the year. Like, you know, you had an entire 12 months, we'll say 11 and a half months of just, you know, hustling or working hard or having hard, you know, going through hardship, like do something for yourself that just really brings you a lot of joy. Now, obviously, you know, it's, you know, we only have a few more days left in this particular year, depending on, you know, when you're listening to this, but, and, and I'm not saying like, go make a vacation right now before the end of the year. What I'm saying is put that in perspective for next year so that you can give yourself that space, give yourself that time. I feel like makeup artists or just crew members in general, people that work in the film and fashion industry where we're freelancing and we have the mentality of like, we have to say yes to all the jobs because we don't know when we're going to have that pocket of time where we won't have work. That That's a mentality that somehow was conditioned to us when really like it doesn't have to be that way. Like the universe how do I even explain this? Basically, when you give yourself that time where you're really not distracted, where you turn your phone off and you are experiencing that vacation or experiencing that really intense self-care that your soul just craves, what happens, this, this is the thing that people don't really realize, but here's the thing. People don't fucking talk about this, is when you do that for yourself, you completely revitalize yourself from like from within and it just expands out and it's like when you get back from a vacation where you had no distractions you did all the self-care you listened to what your body needed whether that's a weekend it could be just a three-day weekend you know I do know like what is it is it president's day that's coming up i can't remember but there's a couple three-day weekends that are coming up in the first couple months of the year right so do do your self-care president's day is coming up martin luther king jr day is coming up where we have like those three-day weekends right take a little three-day weekend somewhere that is you know away from it all and you really actually do turn your devices off you're not worried about social media you're not worried about oh my God, if I miss this call, am I not going to get the job? Trust you when I say the universe. If you trust that the universe is working with you, not against you, the universe wants you to take that time. The universe will not allow you to miss an opportunity that was meant for you. Trust me, like that's that's like a really big kind of epiphany that I had this past year. Because when I went on that trip, like I'm going to be super honest with you guys. When I went on that trip, we were in an area in this like, you know, woodsy area in the middle of like these cornfields. Like it was in the middle of nowhere. And I barely got any service. And because I am who I am, I'm a true workaholic to the core, I ended up actually bringing this hotspot. I brought a hotspot for me because I was like, oh my gosh, you know, if I could just do one hour a day, like that's plenty of time for me to just like answer emails um, and so on and so forth, right? Um, I didn't get any service and the hotspot didn't really work. And 
day one, I was like irritated by that. I was like, oh my God, my phone's not working. Oh my God, my hotspot is barely working. And the hotspot actually worked, but it was kind of finicky depending on where you were. But after that first day when I just set my phone aside and, you know, put the hotspot aside, I, um, I completely forgot about it. And I was just with my friends presently. And there was all these, you know, musicians that were playing. So we were going from, you know, stage to stage, but it, it got to the point where I just forgot that I even had the hotspot because I didn't care. I was so just in the moment and experiencing it. And I had this moment of realization the first night before, cause I was getting ready to go to bed. I was like, you know what? Why am I so hung up on just being available at least one hour a day, making sure I'm not missing that call for the potential work that I'm supposed to be getting, you know, missing those emails. What if somebody emails me and blah, blah, blah. I thought to myself, you know what? The universe always has my back and whatever comes my way these four days, I can either, you know, address them when I get back (laughs) like every other business as far like that particular thing that I'm speaking of is me addressing things within my online business so the what it takes slash manifesting makeup artist side like addressing answering responding for my online business it's like yeah still going to be there when I get back so I'll just address that when I get back I don't need to address it this very moment or this very weekend you know and on the other side with my freelance stuff I thought if there's a job, if there's somebody that's trying to call me for work, I know that this particular vacation is something that I need and the universe will send me the work that I am supposed to be taking. And if a job opportunity comes during this weekend and I miss that opportunity and they end up finding somebody else by the time I'm able to get back to them, then it just simply means I wasn't supposed to do the job to begin with. So that was really cool and just a really amazing experience that I that I had during that 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 weekend. This is like the first time I've ever shared that, so it's kind of cool that this is coming up. Um, so, anyways, moving on. Didn't mean to go with a tangent with that because I feel like vacations. I don't know why we are so conditioned to like not take vacations. Nobody in I mean, as far as I have come across, not very many educators in the makeup industry and in the makeup space talk about the importance of taking vacations yeah I don't know why it's so interesting isn't it it's like no we need that time so the point being here is that when you take a vacation you are completely recharging yourself I felt like I was on top of the world coming out of that weekend like I just I felt so connected with the people that I was with on a much deeper level I feel like technology and our devices and social media completely take us away they like take us physically out of our body it's like we're just not present the way that we used to be and yeah I didn't I think I only charged I didn't even charge my phone I charged my phone once during the five days that was that was how little I was using my phone during those five days once which is I I charge my phone every single night so just to like give you perspective of what how I you know I just it was the most amazing thing ever. So anyway, I think that, you know, we need to have a conversation about taking vacations. I'll put that on my list of podcast, um, 
podcast topics to talk about in the future because that's definitely something that we should all be talking about. So moving on from the vacation uh, venting that I just did, um, some other things that kind of came up for me this past year that I just like want to address is all of that like inner work that I was doing because I finally just took time to sit with myself, listen to my intuition, listen to the guidance that I'm getting from the universe. And it brought me to essentially my Reiki practice. I actually got Reiki certified into early 2019. So I'm going on three years. So starting come February, February, yeah, February is when, no, it was January. I don't remember exactly. I'll have to check up on that. Um, it was either January, February of 2019. And so I'll be coming up on three years and I've been practicing it just kind of behind closed doors. But the experiences that I've had are really just out, like out of this world, to say the least. There's a lot of psychic elements that come through. So just to give you guys kind of background with with Reiki. If you were to get Reiki attuned, so certified essentially, um, to use, so in order for you, for anybody to use Reiki healing, you have to be attuned. So just to kind of put this out there, everybody has healing abilities. We can all do meditations and we can kind of do self-healing. However, Reiki, the best way I can describe Reiki is it's like we all have this innate ability to do self-healing, but when you put Reiki into that practice on top of your just regular abilities as a human and as a spirit being, you it's like that times a hundred it's not times 10 it's not times it's times a hundred it is incredible and so in order to you know kind of access that advanced healing energy is what i'd like to kind of describe it as you have to get attuned to it so i got attuned to the reiki energy in 2019 and I've been practicing it ever since and what it does when you get attuned is essentially it kind of opens you up it's a lot of like the whole a lot of people talk about spiritual awakenings that's essentially what it does it just cracks you open and you we all have very unique gifts and when you're attuned and when you're kind of open like that your natural gifts are completely open and enhanced. So for me, what I came to find is that my <laughs> my gifts were psychic gifts, psychic intuitive gifts. And it was kind of, to be honest, it was kind of scary at first. I was doing, I was practicing Reiki on my family and friends and what was coming up was so like things that I wouldn't know about these people I, were, I was practicing on. Um, because some of the friends that I would practice on, like I knew them, but I wasn't like best friends. Like I didn't know them very well like I maybe knew them for like a year or two in the they were like in the makeup community and so when I was working on them and these things were coming up they were they were just like what how did you know that um so just a lot of really cool things came of that and I just kept practicing in the background so fast forward to this year of 2021 specifically the last quarter of of 2021 I decided like I think this is something I'm supposed to actually be doing publicly and much you know not so behind the behind closed doors you know stuck in this closet of oh my gosh I'm a psychic because here's the thing I grew up Catholic and so the word psychic still feels really weird to me it feels very triggering it feels like 
I'm going to be judged and people are going to think I'm this like devil worshiper or something like that. It's like, nah, it's, it's actually a very beautiful healing experience. And, um, really profound. Like there's just no way to describe the things that I pick up for people. So anyway, um, finally announced in a very big way, my, my psychic Reiki practice. So that was really cool. And I feel like everything that led up into that point was all of the learning experiences that I was supposed to do this year. Um, so that was really cool. And, you know, because of everything I experienced, it was just like my personal growth skyrocketed, you know, and for the first time in my life, I feel that I'm truly proud of myself. And I know I talk about this a lot in my teachings and um, talking to you guys about how you need to acknowledge the things that you've accomplished, whether they were big or small. Jack Canfield talks about this all the time in his book, uh, The Success Principles of no matter what, like big or small, really celebrate those wins, especially the small ones, because it's kind of like the concept of, you know, excuse me, the psych, the psychology behind a to-do list. When you have a to-do list, there is a, just a, a surge of dopamine or ser- yeah, dopamine that is kind of like released in your brain. When you cross off something of your to-do list, it's kind of the same thing with acknowledging the small wins so when you get in the habit of acknowledging these small wins the big wins are like really really big and even you know just when you celebrate them they just are much more meaningful so and it also puts in perspective of like you're not comparing the fact that you haven't hit these big goals on a daily basis because you're you're celebrating the small wins too. So you're giving yourself something to celebrate every day rather than once every few months and sometimes once every year or two, you know, depending on how big and ambitious those goals are, you know, that you kind of put at the very top of your, your goals, your goal list. Right. So anyway, um, what was that? Sorry. I lost my train of thought here. Um, oh, so for me, you know, I celebrate all my small wins. I really, really do. But it's it's taken a very long time, a very long time for me to sit and be able to just feel proud of who I am, not what I've accomplished, right? So this entire 2021 for me was a really, really huge learning experience, right? Um, so I want to, the reason why I'm explaining all of this, because I don't want this episode to just be about me and my, you know, shit that I've gone through and my wins and because I don't, I don't want to make that the point of what this episode is about. The reason why I'm bringing it all up is so that if you've experienced similar situations this past year or just any year in general, it, there's something that really, there's something really beautiful that happens when you take those situations and you kind of analyze them and you figure out what the learning experience was. And then you, do your inner work to really truly actually learn what to do from here on out you know does the for example you go to the er okay well what happened what what was going on with my body was it something that physically was caused um you know for me it it was i believe the universe's way of literally physically making me sit for five days and not do anything to realize that i needed that with my life and that the lifestyle that i was essentially leaving in la that needs to be left there it's not to come with us in this next chapter so that was something like 
taking those experiences and instead of being like, oh my gosh, poor me, poor me, blah, blah, blah. Like, instead of doing the, the victim the victim card, what is it that the universe is trying to communicate with you? Listening to the universe, trusting the universe, meditating and listening to your own intuition and your own guidance. So um, that's what I wanted to bring for you guys that, you know, if you've had people in your life past, just like a, as I have too, what is the the learning experience there? While all of that was happening, it was pretty cool that this the timing of this. Like I said, I I trust the universe with my life. Like I've I can proudly say <laughs> that my experience for the last few years has brought me to being very much in alignment with the universe. I feel like everything is working for me and not to me. I know Tony Robbins says that quote a lot. And, you know, it's like now anything that happens, I'm like, okay, what was what was the learning experience or what are you trying to show me? What's the um, guidance here, right? And I always find the answer. I always find the answer. And But it took me a while to get to that point. So please understand, it's not an overnight situation. It's not like, you know, today you're listening to this. And you're like, oh my God, yes, I'm going to start listening to the, the universe and it's never going to be the same again. And I'm going to be like this, you know, it's going to be a breeze. Like it's not. It, there's definitely moments where I'm like very fearful still. And, you know, we're all still human, right? So anyway, um... Sorry, I lost my train of thought again. I keep losing my train of thought this episode. Because <laughs> um, I don't really have... Like, I have notes in front of me, but they're kind of just like points rather than like true notes. Um, uh, so anyways, yeah. Trusting the universe is definitely something that was the theme of 2021. And in a very, 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 very deep way. So I hope that that is something that you guys can take from what I have brought to share with you during this episode. Um, But now we're going to talk about some other ways for you guys to kind of end this year on a good note. If you have, oh, I was talking about the passing. That's what it was. Um, So what I was saying before I was getting to the point of what I want to share with you about people passing is that the universe always has like these really cool little gifts for you, these little, um, these signs for you, right? And, and if you do have a dialogue with God or the universe or your angels or your guides on a daily basis, the way that I do, I always constant, constantly am asking for a sign, asking for healing, asking for, you know, guidance, things like that. And so it, within this, a month of each other, I had two family members pass and then a uh, pet that my sister and I, I mean, I grew up pretty much, he was 13, so 13 years, I, you know, he was part of my life. And so he passed away and it wasn't quite expected. So there was just a lot of, of people passing in the last, you know, and to be honest, my friend who passed away from COVID, I think he passed in like October. So really the last quarter of 2021, there's a lot of death. Um, And, you know, I took time to grieve and I took time to just like sit with that. And it was really cool because the timing of all of that, there was a job that I was on and this woman that I'd never worked with before, who is just a beautiful human being. She told me, she's like, you need to read a book called Many Lives, Many Masters. And I was like, okay, like I'm all about it. So that night I went on my audio book, my Audible app 
on my phone and I had a couple credits so I downloaded that book and it was only like an hour and a half to listen to so it was very quick I actually listened to it in one day because I was listening to it to and from work and and if you're in LA you'd be able to listen to it in just one sitting (laughs) but anyway um that book it's about people passing and about past lives and past life regression and kind of just the spirit and how the spirit can go from one body to the next when the body kind of passes away and then they're you know reborn kind of thing and it was really cool and the guy who wrote it he was actually originally jewish so and i know that the jewish religion doesn't really support reincarnation or past lives or anything so it was really intriguing his name is Brian Weiss, I believe was how you say the last name. And so it was really, really cool. I highly suggest if anybody has experienced a lot of death this year or just in general, listen to that audiobook, Many Lives, Many Masters by Brian Weiss. It is very eye opening and a really, really cool. He's a psychiatrist, so he comes from a science background also Jewish. So the Jewish religion, once again, they don't really believe in in reincarnation or past lives, you know, as far as like the core beliefs of that religion. Um, So it's really cool to see what the perspective is and how he came across what he came across with through his uh, hypnosis sessions with a particular client of his. So highly suggest that if any of you guys have experienced a lot of passing in this year. Um, so moving on to what I want you guys, what I want to leave you guys with so you can end this year on more, a more positive note so that you can also go into the new year very light and kind of go into it right. Like let's go into the new 2020 light and right. (laughs) Uh, such a cheesy quote, but I want you guys to really get on the right foot with 2022. I really, I do feel that 2022 has a lot of really awesome energy. Uh, there's just, I feel like there's gonna be a lot of growth and expansion in the year 2022. So I'm excited. And I also, because I'm so excited and because I want this to be a really good year, I'm going to share with you what I'm doing to end 2021. So I shared all of the bullshit that I went through so you guys could understand where I'm at and why I'm doing what I'm doing because it was just a lot, a lot of stress, a lot of doubt, a lot of growth, moving, traveling, experiencing, passing and people, you know, very, very ill with, with, with COVID and everything like that. So just a very tough year to say the least. Um, what I have done, what I'm in the process of still doing, and it's a process. So if you're listening to this, you know, maybe a couple days before the new year, or maybe you're even listening to this in the new year, don't worry, don't get too hung up on, you know, the closeout of the year 2021. If you just set the intention of, you know, the old energy of 2021, I think it's going to be just as, just as helpful and just as, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, it's just, it's just going to be just as, as effective, right? So what I'm doing, what I've been in the process of doing ever since last week, I and last week was like around the 18th-ish, I want to say, I started to go through all of my belongings. And 
the move that I did in June, <laughs> whew, I got rid of a lot of stuff. I, I'm a stuff collector. I'm definitely, I am not a minimalist by any stretch of the mind. I wish that I was, but I just apparently like a lot of stuff. So when I, when I moved from, you know, California, from Los Angeles to Denver, I threw away a lot of things. I was just like, well, I guess I don't need this. And the amount of things that were put in the dumpster was astronomical. Like I was just like, wow, I feel okay. All right. We're just going to let go of all this stuff. And I thought during that period of time in June that I got rid of a lot of old energy, right? If you guys have ever heard of Marie Kondo, Marie Kondo, she is a kind of a, her book is called the magic or yeah, the magic of tidying up. So she is all about getting rid of things that no longer serve you. So in June, I did that and I thought I did a great job, but fast forward to the last week, I was like, damn, I have so much shit that I just don't need. So, um, what I did was I've gone through literally everything starting from my, or or let me finish that sentence, going through everything and either throwing it away or donating it, depending on what it is. So, Everything from clothes, and I and Marie Kondo suggest doing it either room by room or kind of like subject by subject. So like, or like category by category. So clothes is one category. Uh, your makeup kit is one category. Bedroom stuff category. Um, I kind of, I did it more by category. So I did um, my clothes and that included, you know, my actual clothes, my socks, my bras, my underwear, everything. And just so you know, there was a lot of socks that have holes in them that I'm just like, why do I still have this sock? <laughs> so I threw those away. Um, and then I went through my makeup kit. And man, I thought that I did away with a lot in June. Um, no, <laughs> I, I did away with even more this past week, like a lot. So just piled and piled everything on and donated a ton of stuff. Um, went through our food with our refrigerator and our pantry, uh, went through books and then taking it even further. So that's just like the main stuff that Marie Kondo talks about of like decluttering and tidying up. So like your clothes, your makeup, your bathroom stuff, um, all of that, right? went through all of that. But then like, I'm taking it even further because here's the thing. This is like, I want 2021. I just want the baggage of 2021 to just like stay in 2021. I don't want it to come with me. So I even went a step further. I did my emails. So I unsubscribed to all the bullshit emails that I'm just like not even opening. I don't really care to be a part of their email list anymore. I signed up maybe for a certain coupon, a certain event, or maybe a certain download. I'm like, all right, go ahead. I will go ahead and just do away with that. Um, Going through my computer, I have an online business. So I have a lot of files, a lot of videos that I've recorded, a lot of, um, you know, things that I've made with, with graphics that I made with Canva where I've downloaded one graphic and then I opened it, saw that there was a fucking typo or something and then, you know, corrected it and then downloaded it again. So a lot of bullshit like that. So going through, you know, my computer, uh, well, computers, cause I have a couple, um, I have my laptop and then my desktop. So going through that, going through, so like 
just like me, I'm right on my desk right now. I have, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. There's five drawers, <laughs> not desk. There's five drawers on each side of my desk. So I have essentially 10 drawers total. Going through each of those drawers and just sifting through everything and throwing things out. I don't know why, but when people give me their business card, I have this like... I don't know this like thing inside of me that I'm like, I don't want to throw away the business card because what if I need it one day? And it's like, you guys, I've had there, there was a point. So when I moved in June, I had like, I would say about three inches of a stack, like the stack of business cards that I have was three inches high of people that had given their business card to me. A lot of makeup artists, a lot of filmmakers that I've met throughout the years. And had I looked at that stack for, you know, when was the last time I looked at that, the, like the stacks? I was like, let me like look at all these business cards and see who I can contact this month. No, never looked at it for, I mean, months, months and months and months. Some instances, years. So I was like, all right, bye-bye, right? So I threw them away and uh, kind of saw that I was doing the same thing again, Uh I started, you know, accruing some more business cards and for some reason just can't get rid of them. So uh, I threw them away. And then also something because I have my own business. I don't know about you guys. I'm obsessed with office supplies, (laughs) like obsessed. So, you know, just like a side note here, growing up in, you know, when I was in grade school, middle school and high school, I loved school shopping. That was my, I hated school itself. I, I liked the social aspect of it, but I hated school. However, I like around August, like early August, that's when, you know, Walmart, Target, Myers, that's Myers is a, um, just a company that they're kind of, I think nationally in the United States, but they're very much a Midwest thing. But anyway, they had Myers and so or we had Myers. So we would go, you know, school shopping in, in August because we would always start at the end of August for school. And it was like my favorite thing ever. And it's so cute because my sis, all of my sisters, I have three sisters, they all know that about me. So uh, my oldest sister, Amy, I forget what it was that she did. One year for my birthday, she just got me a bunch of office supplies. And she was like, yeah, you know, um, thought you could use all this. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, she did that. But she said, she like texted me and she was like, yeah, we were school shopping and I thought of you. <laughs> so she associated school shopping with me because I was always so obsessed with it. I just loved it. I just love, oh my God, I loved it. I still love it to this day. Like every year that the school supplies come out, there's just like, I don't know, this sense of joy that I get from it. Even though I hated school, like the joy was not because I'm getting ready to go back to school. It was because I was getting the materials for school. Um, I do love learning, but I love learning about what I want to learn about. Does that make sense? So you guys would probably laugh at how many notebooks I have, how many pens I have, markers, highlighters, just all of the things. So going back to what I was like starting to say with all this, because I have so many office supplies, I was like, I don't need all of these stupid pens. So like I, yeah, I threw away pens that weren't working. I had a ton of dry erase markers that I just kept around for whatever reason. I don't know, but I, they don't work. Like they're, they're just on their way out. Like they're dried up. 
uh, permanent markers, same thing. So I threw away a ton of that kind of stuff. Um, so that was kind of like what I've been doing. Um, I went through my bathroom, threw away all the things. Cause I'm another thing that I'm really big on is like self care. And so I've accrued a lot of these face masks, these like salt bath type of stuff, bath, uh, bath bombs, things like that. And that they're just sitting there. So I was like, either I fucking use it today or I throw it out or, you know, donate it or whatever. If it's, you know, not expired. Um, also something that for whatever reason I have a hard time with is when I finish a shampoo bowl, I'm sorry, not shampoo bowl, a shampoo, like, um, just a bottle of shampoo. I don't know why, but I never throw it away for like weeks or months. So through all the, the bottles of shampoo or conditioners or body rinses out that were just sitting on my, you know, shower, the shelves of my shower, just empty, (laughs) I don't know why I do that, but so I threw all those away um, and just deep cleaned everything. So between getting rid of all the stuff that I don't need, that I don't use, that are no longer serving me, throwing it away or donating it, and then also decluttering and deep cleaning and all of that, like just the energy behind that already, I feel like I am so ready for 2022. So that's something that I really suggest you guys do. Whether you're listening to this in time for it to be the end of the year of 2021 so that you can step into 2022 with, you know, like a sense of lightness. Um, if you're if you're listening to this in the new year, you can still do it. Just have the intention of just in general getting rid of old energy. That is like, I like to kind of think of it as baggage. It's like the baggage of like the energy of what was is behind you that either you thought you needed or you're just not using so it's weighing you down right you're not going to use it if you haven't already within the last x amount of months that's something Marie Kondo always talks about she talks about like looking at you know your clothes and asking yourself have I worn this within the last month yes or no and if the the answer is no then fucking toss it even though even if you do love it just toss it because it's like if you haven't you know worn it within the last one to three months the chance of you wearing it anytime soon is very little right so that was something like I really took from Marie Kondo because for I don't know about you guys but for me I have like my my staple outfits that I wear a lot and for some reason like I just want to keep everything else on like the uh, maybe I'll wear it one day (laughs) kind of category but you know, it's better to just get rid of it. And the cool thing about this energetically, if you're into any type of like feng shui, it's getting rid of old stagnant energy so that you can essentially be a really straight and just a a, a conduit of energy that that's not the words I want to use. Basically just like the energy will flow a lot better, a lot easier. So manifesting will come easier. Healing will come easier. Um, you will feel a lot lighter. So there's not going to be this like sense of overwhelm that's kind of just like hanging over you that maybe you didn't really know where it was coming from. Um, something else too, there's, there is like some books. There's just some material objects that I've had from past relationships that I was like, well, I just want to keep it, you know, cause I still like it. But even that, if, if you, you know, 
if you're anything like me, I'm still friends with most of my exes. And so I don't really see, you know, gifts or things that I've gotten during the period of time that I was with, you know, those exes as anything other than like the, uh, I just got it at that period of time. I don't really have a connection to it as far as connection to that person. But this process that I did, there were some things that like I probably wouldn't have gotten rid of if it were, you know, any other time. But I was like, you know what? That period of time is is over and I'm ready to be fully present in the relationship that I'm in now. And I don't really recall exactly what it what it was that I I think it I think it was like a note. I don't remember what it was. Anyway, I think it was like some clothes. That's what it was. It was some clothes from a, a previous relationship. It was his mom that bought me these clothes. Um, and while I liked the clothes, I don't really wear them that much, but the energy of that past relationship essentially is, is kind of in those the gifts that were those clothes from, from his mom. So I, I donated them. So it's just like things like that that you don't realize have an effect on you because it's, it's completely subconscious. So, you know, every time I would look at, say, those clothes, I would I would think about that particular time. I'd think about when I got that gift and when I was with that person. And while it was a really awesome relationship and I still, to this day, love his mother, it, it still has a certain, a certain trigger, if that makes sense, a certain subconscious connection to that type of my, time of my life. And I want to move on from that particular period of time, right? So that was something that was really healing in a way, very healing, but it helped kind of just bring a lightness to, to my energy field. Um, some other things too, that I've been doing to kind of end my year is to essentially offer healings, uh, to people that I know are in in need of it. So sending Reiki energy to family and friends that I know, that I know who need it, Um, it's just kind of a gesture. So right now, you know, I'm in the process of, you know, getting back on track with my bills and everything because last month was not the best month financially. So I can't financially give gifts at this time, but I can give my gift of healing and psychic intuitive healing. So I've offered that to some family and friends. So doing things like that where it's just out of the goodness of your heart for the end of this year really, really helps. It's just kind of allows you to end this this year on a a higher note rather than a lower note when you do something out of the good of your heart you know gifts are really great you know i love giving gifts and i also love receiving gifts however sometimes giving the gift of yourself is just priceless whether that's calling somebody and just listening to them maybe you haven't talked to them in a really long time that's a gift you know your time is a gift you can also, if you are in the the spiritual world the way that I am and you you do have gifts that you have tuned into as far as healing goes or, you know, I don't know, any type of, of metaphysical or spiritual modality, you know, you can offer that. Uh, it's part of, you know, you giving your time once again. So, or, you know, if you are creative, if you are, you know, really good with painting or creating anything artistically, that is something that you can give. It does, there is a little bit of a cost that goes to that just because you do need the materials to create those things, but doing things for others. Um, something that I, there was a, a 
client of mine who was going through a really, really depressed, a deep depression. And um, something that I told her after a session that we did together was to choose five people that you hadn't really talked to in a, a decent amount of time and just send them gratitude and, and send it to them in a text message. Just say, hey, I was thinking about you. I hope you're having a good day. And then say something that you appreciate about them. Just wanted to let you know, you know, this, I was thinking about you today. It reminded me of the time when and fill in the blank. And I wanted to share with you how much I appreciate you. I love X, Y, and Z about you. And I hope that you have a really wonderful day. Something like that. And when you choose five people or more, I suggest doing the minimum of five people. It helps not only that person, but here's what happens. Like we're all connected on a very, very deep level. So when you help somebody else feel good, you can't help but feel good yourself. Some people can maybe see it as like a selfish thing to do. However, you're helping other people in the process of lifting your own spirits up. So it's selfless in in a sense of you're helping others as well as helping yourself. So that is something to also do to kind of close out this year. Trust me when I say it will lift your spirits. If you if you have had a rough year, say it was way worse than mine. Maybe you've had some really traumatic experiences, a lot of turmoil. Um, something that will help you just raise your vibration is doing something like that. Trust me when I say I, I promise you it will help significantly. Um, so anyways... That is some things that I have been doing to end this year on a really good positive note and creating that space and lightness so that I can kind of just like fly into the 2020, uh, 2022 year and feel good and feel light and feel like I'm ready for to receive the amazing things that the universe has for me in the upcoming year and the the decluttering and all that kind of stuff just like going through everything and getting rid of it it's like I said it's very Marie Kondo but also Catherine Zankina from the Manifestation Babe she also talks about it she has a book called 21 uh I think it's called Manifest a Thousand Dollars in Twenty One Days or something. I forget exactly. It's a long uh, title, but something about Twenty One Days Manifest a Thousand Dollars in Twenty One Days, and so she talks about all of the things of decluttering certain areas of your life, starting with your wallet. And so, if you are wanting to call in money, specifically money, in the year of twenty twenty two, go through your wallet, go through your purse, and go through anywhere where you are receiving money. So this is, uh, it, trust me when I say it is, it, it's a really amazing exercise to do for manifesting. And so something for that you could do is to go through your wallet, just declutter everything, get everything out, all your receipts, all of, I don't know what you keep in your, I don't know. Like for me, there's a lot of receipts, papers, a lot of, uh, a lot of times I'll put business cards in there if I accrue them. So I'll, uh, I recently, you know, cleared those out. Um, and just going through and organizing it all, making sure that your money, if you have cash in your wallet is in fact in good condition, you don't want it crumbled or just stuffed, right? You don't want, however you treat money is how money will treat you in return. So you don't want to be stuffing all that stuff. 
<laughs> stuffing all that stuff in your wallet. So clear your wallet, organize your wallet, and then second, go directly to your purse. See what your purse is doing. See how it looks if there's a ton of bullshit in there clean it or just simply get a new one you know that's something you could do too and then throw away the old one or donate the old one um that's actually something i do need to do that's my my next my next category um and then going a step further and going to your your bank's and the statements, going through your credit card statements and just going through everything that, you know, you're paying for every single month. So I said, you know, something I did was to go through my email and unsubscribe to the emails that are no longer serving me. So I did that, but now go to your bank accounts, your bank statements and see maybe what, um, maybe what you're paying for consistently. Is there, you know, a subscription service that you aren't using or a subscription service that maybe you're not really feeling anymore. Maybe it's no longer serving you. Go and, and you know, end those subscriptions. Um, and also you can kind of, when you look at your bank statements in this perspective, you can see maybe where your money is going. Um, for me, I know that I have a really, really, really bad spending habit with Starbucks. Um, so something that I could probably do to start the 2022 year off right is to delete my Starbucks app. Why? Because what I do every single time when I open that app is I use it, you know, several times a week, knowing that I can just reload that that app and use it every single time I go to Starbucks. And yeah, it's great to have the points. Um, but the thing with that is I'm having that immediate access to the app. It's so easy to keep re, you know, re, uh, reloading those, those cards or like, you know, the app itself that I spend a significant amount of money on Starbucks just alone that I, you know, could save a lot of money if I just delete that app because it's just so easy to just keep reloading it and reloading it instead of just kind of paying for the, just paying for the, the drinks as I'm going. Like I said, it's great to have, you know, your free 150 points or whatever. It obviously helps. However, it is definitely affecting my, my bank account negatively. (laughs) Um, so anyway, uh, I, I really suggest doing, doing this before the year is over all of these things if you can i don't know why spring cleaning is such a thing i i feel like there needs to be a new saying about end of year cleaning winter it's not is it winter cleaning i don't know like around the winter solstice so the winter solstice is the 21st or the 22nd of december it's like why don't we have a saying around the winter like maybe we should just call it the winter purge because <laughs> it's like you're purging all of the old energy you're getting rid of it i feel like spring cleaning is more about actually like with with physical cleaning products right you're just cleaning everything deep cleaning and you know maybe you're i don't know yeah it's more about cleaning products i feel like and just like actually cleaning things but i feel like the winter solstice should have like the winter solstice purge where you're just going through everything and purging all of the old energy and getting ready to kind of go into the next the new year with with arms wide open just like creed you know <laughs> if you guys remember the the band creed uh and just kind of accepting what is to come in a positive way and and making sure 
Yeah, because in feng shui, clutter and old energy essentially makes it so that the energy of manifestation can't really get to you in the fastest way possible. So decluttering and cleaning and organizing and all that kind of stuff and getting rid of things that don't serve you allows space for the things that are supposed to be, you know, meant for you and, and you know, manifest your way. Um, so anyway, um, like I said, if you are listening to this in, you know, a different month, don't worry about it. Just go with the intention of purging the old and calling in the new, you know, purging all the old energy of the past. It doesn't have to be a specific 12 months, you know, a certain year, but you know, it could be purging the the previous month it could be just purging the previous year in general you know and that year could be it doesn't have to be exactly on the start of january 1st or um the end of december 30 31st whatever um you can start it at any time but i think symbolically it helps when it is a new year i think we all know we all set you know new year's resolutions and it's kind of like a completely new slate so that's why i'm bringing this to the table now uh one because i'm actively doing it but also because it's always very powerful to end something uh, you know in december and then start something new in january of the following year or like of that new year but like i said it doesn't have to be like that there's no rule that says you have to do something like this when a a year ends and a new year begins um you can definitely start this you know with the moon cycles you know getting rid of things on a full moon you know within two to three days before or after a full moon that's really really energetically um helpful but yeah so you can do it at any time either way i suggest doing it no matter what because it is very very powerful so you guys i hope that you have a wonderful holiday new year Um, I know that this particular episode is going out around, you know, uh, Christmas Eve. So for those of you that do celebrate Christmas, happy Christmas, Merry Christmas. And all of you that, all of yous, and all of you that celebrated Hanukkah, I know it was about a month ago from the time of this recording. So happy Hanukkah, happy holidays to everybody of whatever religion you or spiritual practice you choose if you do practice um, any type of holiday. And also, happy, happy, happy New Year. If you are listening to this before January 16th, I want to invite you to sign up for my upcoming 2022 goal-setting event. It's the Manifesting Makeup Artist Goal-Setting Event. Like I said, it's going to be January 16th. It's going to be a huge event. So for those of you that have joined any of our Manifesting Makeup Artist boot camps, it's going to be similar in a way, very the same vibe, same energy that I always bring to the boot camps. But this is all about goal setting for the upcoming year. It's going to be very interactive, very intense, in a really good way, in a really fun way. And we're going to just get extremely intentional with the year to come. 
for the next 12 months. We're going to be dancing. There's going to be some energy clearing and healing as I bring in some Reiki energy for, for that particular portion. There's going to be a card reading just as I, you know, um, channel some of messages that will be for all of us as a collective for the year to come. And then of course, the goal setting. And you guys, I've been doing goal setting, uh, annual goal setting sessions for the last like five years. And I get the best feedback. To be honest, all of the workshops, uh, all the workshops, boot camps, challenges I've done, the goal setting sessions are always the one that has the most people attending. And they love it to the point where I have integrated goal setting, monthly goal setting sessions into the inner circle membership that I've created. So, uh, I also own a monthly membership site for makeup artists called the inner circle. And we do monthly goal setting sessions every single month because I, you guys, goal setting is everything. We have to have goals in order to know where we're going. We have to set those goals and do it consistently so that we can not only continue to expand on the things that we want, but also to remind ourselves why we're doing this, the setting those intentions and reminding ourselves of what our goals are. And kind of analyzing those goals. So something that I'm really big on is taking the previous month and assessing what worked and what didn't so that in the the upcoming month you can take what you learned and and go with it and and potentially manifest something even bigger because of what you've learned in the previous months. So with that said, the annual goal setting session this particular year in in particular. Um <laughs> this particular year in particular, uh is going to be really, really big because I'm adding so many new components so that we can clear our energetic space to clear those blocks because I know so many of us have blocks and clear the energy of the past year for an amazing 2022. If for any reason you are listening to this and it is past January 16th, there will be a access to the replay that you can um, get. And that's only going to be up for probably until about March. So if you're listening to this after March, I highly suggest just signing up for the inner circle. The inner circle is a monthly membership site. Like I said, and every single month we do goal setting sessions and uh, you can essentially access so the this annual goal setting session will be in that membership pretty much indefinitely so if you sign up for the inner circle membership in june you can still go to that annual one and you can you know do your annual goal setting sessions through there but the replay of it will only be for the first three months for those that are not a part of the inner circle there will be a replay access that you can sign up for 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 until march um because after march it's kind of like well it's already been three months so (laughs) um i don't want it to keep i don't want to keep it up indefinitely also too because it's a very very powerful class um so either way i would love to see you there it's going to be on zoom so i will be able to see you we're going to have so much fun the energy is going to just be very 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 uplifting and i want you to have the best year that you've had ever in your career so please join me january 16th to sign up for the uh the event 
The link is in the bio of this episode, so check that out below. And I will see you guys there. And once again, happy holidays and happy new year. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening.